When I think of spring, I think of renewal and rejuvenation. <laughs> you made me think of when I think of home, I think of a place, you know, by Stephanie Mills and the Wiz. Okay. <laughs> um, so long winter and hello spring. Uh, on this episode of the Bespoke Podcast, we're going to be talking about all the things that we've been up to in terms of our own personal wellness renewal and rejuvenation and what we have coming up for the growth of our company. Yay! Welcome to Bespoke the Podcast. I'm Devin Taylor here with my sister Janita Morris. Our company by Devin Taylor offers small batch products for you and your home. We call them tiny luxuries. On Bespoke the Podcast, we have sister sips and chat about entrepreneurship, lifestyle, and health. Thank you for listening in. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Devin and I are finally back together again. <laughs> uh, both of us have been incredibly busy. I think busy in our personal lives, busy in our professional careers outside of our shared company by Devin Taylor. And uh, in this season of regrowth and renewal and rejuvenation, we've just been up to a lot. And uh, I think that's what we're going to just talk about today (laughs) is give some updates, provide some insight, and then talk a little bit about what's next. So I will kick us off. How about that, Devin? Yes. Um, So back in uh, January, my birthday is in January, I had a friend who gifted me a personal trainer. I think that's where I'll start. And, um, you know, just over the course of the pandemic, I had gained, ooh, maybe upwards of 20 pounds and had been off and on, even over the course of the last two years, trying to lose weight um, and focus on my wellness and mental health. I had um, a couple of things in terms of panic attacks and, um, you know, just some mental health barriers and hired a therapist and have been talking through therapy, all of these things uh, so far, just in this early part of 2022. And um, Devin, while you've been on your wellness journey for quite some time, your weight loss wellness journey for how long now? Um, Officially, it'll be three years and January, I'm sorry, July. Your birthday. My birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's a lifelong kind of thing. For Evolution. sure. For sure it is. Um, I would say over the last couple of years, uh, for those of you who don't know this about Devin, we've talked about it briefly before, but Devin has lost over 126 pounds Ew. so Devin's lost uh, a, a person, person. <laughs> <laughs> Devin has lost a person and um, I think I've been incredibly inspired by her commitment to losing weight her commitment to a healthy diet and exercise regimen and doing things more moderately I think the thing about um, us, us Morris girls, I mean, I know you're a tailor, but us Morris girls is we, we like a little indulgence and we love a little, we believe in opulence and luxury. All the things. <laughs> and so I think we've lived, 
Um, I think that has shown up <laughs> in our diets where we've been a little overindulgent. And what I'm proud about you is, and where I've been inspired is over the last couple of years, um, you've tried, right, to like get us, me, some of our friends, other circles into like your lifestyle of like working out more frequently and having more of a commitment and a focus to that. Like I used to have that way back in the day, pre-pandemic, I think I was very like, had an exercise regimen. I had trainers before and this kind of um, threw me out of my um, routine, right? Uh, I've moved three times in the pandemic. And so trying to get a routine and establish something or have a rhythm, I just struggled with. And you all, you were consistent uh, pre-pandemic, through the pandemic. And uh, Devin would have like monthly groups and we would try to go on Marco Polo and inspire each other <laughs> with videos. And I was, you know, the only person that was like consistent this entire two years with that was Devin. And um, for me, I just knew it was time to like shift gears and do something different. And so uh, I've had success with personal training in the past and just, you know, new city. It's not even a new city. D.C. is not a new city, but new to me back from Virginia Beach. It was hard to get in a rhythm and find another trainer, find another exercise routine when you have a new place to live, a new commute, a new job, like all of that kind of stuff, a new schedule. And I had a friend who gifted me personal training for my birthday. Uh, shout out to Nicole Davis. Um, uh, Devin and I were together actually on my birthday when Nicole called me to wish me happy birthday and tell me she was going to be gifting me a personal trainer. And I think for most people, you would be like, what? That's not a gift. It's a wonderful <laughs> gift. The gift um, that keeps giving. And I think Nicole too had probably be, been sick of me talking about like, just how my health and my fitness had taken a turn. And so um, introduced me to her her trainer, and I've been working out. Maybe we should get her on the show now that I think about yeah. it. Um, but I've been working out with her um, since late January, the last week of January. So uh, coming up on two months now, Devin has been taking my progress pictures. <laughs> And uh, you don't think you have progress until you see the pictures. And um, I have another set of progress pictures coming up in a, like another week or so. And I'm dreading it because I'm just like, eh, I don't know. You see those before and afters on Instagram. There is a true difference. So anyway, uh, that's one thing uh, from a wellness standpoint, my physical fitness that I've been focusing on um, just coming out of winter and then going into spring and having goals set to lose weight going into, you know, summer. And I would say most other times in my life, because I've not always had to lose as much weight as I needed to now, um, my weight loss goals and my focuses have always been about vanity, like summer body and, you know, <laughs> bikini and all of this. And while that is still a motivator, <laughs> um, it's not my primary focus. Like I just, um, I've had a lot of non-scale victories and other things that, um, just in losing the little bit of weight that I have since, uh, the end of January, I've been able to 
use that as motivation to keep going. Most of all, and then I'll turn it over to you, uh, kind of getting back to for once in a while, I've had a consistent routine. I work out with the trainer twice a week. Um, I uh, She gives me homework, which I did not appreciate in the beginning. <laughs> And her homework uh, is, it was Peloton, was to ride my Peloton bike for two days uh, as well. So I'd be up to four workouts a week. And for me, I love running. And so, uh, which I know a lot of people don't. And a lot of people don't love running on the treadmill. I love running and I love running on the treadmill. And I get the fastest results. I just like to throw on some ratchet, like trap music and get to it. And I love like, the sweaty outcome of running. And so even when starting my running routine, um, and I run every, uh, a few times a week, but I do a benchmark run on the weekends. And so I did one today. Mm. And so since I started running, um, I'm down. I didn't send it to you this morning. Tell me the number, tell me the number, tell me the number. Did I send it to you? You didn't. Oh. Tell me now. I'm down. Um, I got to count. <laughs> eight, almost, I've shaved eight mile, eight minutes off of my time. Nice. Total. I've been measuring a four, I mean, a, I cannot talk, a 5K. Okay. And um, back in my heyday, I had a sub 30 minute 5K. Meanwhile, I have like a five hour 5K. <laughs> and when I started this running again, my 5K was over 45 minutes. Oh. Um, and today I'm under, so almost 10. Um, I'm under, no, I'm just a hair over 35 minutes. So nine okay. minutes off. Nice. My goal is to get sub 35 again before summer. Very nice. So that's a little bit about my fitness journey. And before I talk about some other things, what about you? I know, I mean, queen Ooh, of fitness. No, queen wannabe fitness. Um, so everyone should know by now, but knows that I had been morbidly obese for most of my life. Now I'm just in the obese category, which is fine with me. Um, but I work daily to feel better each day. Um, and what that means to me is feeling strong, um, mentally, physically, emotionally, um, in my day-to-day -day life. So this past month and a half, I've been, I have a new trainer, um, that I've been working out with and I'm powerlifting which is a ego deflating activity in itself. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> because you think that you're strong until like you go to the iron and you find out you're not as strong as you thought you were or you're stronger than you thought you were. Um, so it is a mental and physical balance. I picked powerlifting, powerlifting because it had the mental aspect of me being able to focus on a goal. Um, so I love to back squat. I just deadlifted yesterday for the first time ever. 
Um, and so I was super excited to do that. You know, deadlifting is <laughs> hard on your hamstrings. It, um, it was hard on everything. <laughs> um, so it, 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 powerlifting in itself, like I said, is it, it helps you put perspective on um, what is strong, what is healthy. And the whole reason I was telling my friend that helps me is my whole reason was I wanted to be able to help myself if I got into a medical emergency. Mm. Sounds ridiculous because no, it doesn't. If you're in a medical emergency, you can't help yourself. You in a medical emergency. Um. Well, the, maybe for yourself, maybe, maybe not. I mean, you do have your Apple Watch, and I can talk about that all day. Mm. But I've also heard things like what you can do to support others in a medical emergency. And let me tell you a little quick story about cross-functional okay. fitness, okay? <laughs> this one time in 2016, this is a life-changing year for me because um, I was going through a lot personally and professionally. But also, I was hiking with a friend, and he's going to listen to this message, I mean, to this podcast. And we were on a hike, and we had reached the summit of the hike. Almost. We were maybe 10 steps away from the summit of the hike. Oh, wow. And I saw a bear. <gasps> a bear? And your girl, who was gassed, who had no more energy left. These thighs working. <laughs> high, hauled it, okay? <laughs> All the way back down the summit. Pushed past him like, it's a bear. He tried to challenge me like, are you sure? I'm not going to have this conversation <laughs> with you. And ran, and you learn about cross-functional fitness. If I'm running, you running, and we, we get the safety. He did run. He it. did run. He, he stopped me for a second, and then he ran. Okay. But, yeah, he he tried it for a second. <laughs> and I was like, you can sit here and debate what you want to debate. I'm telling you, I saw a bear. I, I, I ran. And he ran, too. And for both of us who said we were out of shape or we couldn't or we, we were gassed, we reached our capacity, <laughs> magically three miles later, we were at the car. Hello, okay? adrenaline. So cross-functional fitness in an emergency. I mean, would you call seeing a bear a medical emergency? I would say that was a medical emergency. That's However, for the people that know, when you see a bear, you're not supposed to run. You're supposed to be still. <laughs> So, you let the people tell you that, okay? <laughs> I was out of here. Um, but yeah, so that's why I started powerlifting um, to just work on strength. And then there's everyone still knows there's still a hundred pounds that I would like to lose. Um, but I want to be strong in the process. And so the yin and the yang of powerlifting. Unfortunately, is for me yoga, which is very difficult after a heavy lifting session of shortening muscles, tearing them down to then lengthen, lengthen them and then stretch everything that I've worked. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's uh, trying to balance my everyday power with my everyday woosah. <laughs> well, speaking of Wusa, I think it's interesting. Um, I think it's very telling how we kicked off this 
podcast talking about rejuvenation, renewal, growth, but like went into the physical work that we're doing uh, to do that. Because I think that that's, while it's been, again, physically grueling and has had an impact, I don't think that it's more important than the mental and emotional work that we've done to probably put ourselves in a better position to be able to be more physically fit and work out. Um, So I think that's a great transition into um, this other work. Um, I mentioned I started therapy um, and found a therapist that, um, so the thing about therapy is it's not that I never believed in it. I just was like, uh, the thought of trying to find the right person and, you know, then you got to rehash all this stuff and it's ugly emotional work. It's a different muscle that, you know, I would just like, I would much rather gallivant rooftop bars and drink champagne rather than go to the gym. I would much rather do any of that rather than talk to a therapist about um, like and, and do the emotional work that you do when you're in therapy and working on your mental health. And um, so first step was like trying to find someone. And so um, I found someone, I think for the temporary moment, I don't know if she's my person, person mostly because of her schedule and my schedule and that kind of thing. But just in the sessions that I've had with her, um, really evaluating, and this has been an unlock for me as a business owner and a partner to you, Devin, is this piece around like creativity and how um, your wellness and your well-being and your happiness is rooted also in like the ability to tap into your God-given talents and creativity. And we've talked about this before about for many, for all my life, not many years, all my life, I did not think I was a creative person. I always thought that Devin of the two of us was the creative person. And then in our family nucleus, I always thought it was her and my mom. And they are incredibly creative people um, and talented and talented women in a variety of things. They're a maker of things. I am not a maker of things, but I am a very creative person in my own right. And uh, owning that took me 44 (laughs) years, trips around the sun to like understand what my creativity is, tapping into that and how my creativity shows up in places and then collaborates with Devin. Um, The other thing, speaking of how I show up as a business partner in our business, um, I pulled out one of our products uh, that I want to talk about. And I do think it's important for you all to know if this is your first time listening, we own a company by Devin Taylor. It's named after my sister, Devin, but we run it together and um, it we create bespoke, small batch, so bespoke, you got that? Uh, tiny luxuries is what we call them uh, because these are small things that... Um, really just kind of incorporate into your everyday. So we have body care products, we have teas, we have um, all kinds of things. <laughs> I want all the thousands of products it feels like we have. Home design uh, things, we have candles, we have scrubs, uh, we have seasonings that we've partnered with, with uh, Devin's spouse. Um, we have essential oil diffusers, 
etc. Coffee mugs, things that just make your everyday really wonderful. And one of the products that I'm holding in my hand is from our holiday collection. And we retired this product because we it was supposed to be for holiday. We created it and designed it for holiday and it's uh, our frolic and play body butter. We had two collections for holiday. We had comfy and cozy and we had frolic and play. And in the frolic and play, it is peppermint, cherry and vanilla mixed with shea butter, 50% shea butter, 50% coconut oil, which is part of our 50-50 snapback collection which we talked about snapback in episode two if you have not listened but the reason i'm bringing this back out is uh we've been broadening um and advancing and growing in our knowledge around essential oils and there is something very powerful about the scents of vanilla or, or i'm sorry of peppermint the healing qualities of peppermint Devin knows this, I get headaches sometimes, stress-induced, other things induced sometimes, (laughs) and I rub peppermint oil on my temples. Mm -hmm. And when, when we think of Christmas and holiday, which is why we created this, we were thinking about candy canes and peppermint and that kind of stuff. But as it was over, I was like, no, like I kind of need my peppermint still to help with um, headaches, but also with just a calming. Yes, it's peppermint has a calming quality. Drinking peppermint tea um, is another example. And so um, I'm embarrassed to say, like, even though we took it down off of the website, I feel like we've been doing people a disservice, <laughs> or we need to come up with another combination of peppermint infused products because um i love to infuse peppermint right now we're uh in a hot not a hot debate it snowed today we we need to evolve some of our products for spring is what i was going sorry and this thing of wellness and because we've both been on our wellness journey when i work out even with my trainer or if i do yoga which we'll talk about meditative movement um Shortly, I like to infuse essential oils before my workout, and I like to use eucalyptus, peppermint, lavender, lavender if I'm doing yoga in the evening, um, but lemongrass. <laughs> um, and those things kind of give get me in a, it smells like a little cleaner, a little crisper, but also like gives me a little more clarity and like focus for my workouts. Or if I'm meditating, like it provides that for me as well. If I just clean my house, I like that too. So um, I have returned, and I, this is the first time you've ever heard me say this, to using um, the Frolic and Play collection. And I don't care that it's for Christmas. I The peppermint get, gives what it needs to give. Okay. Um, the last thing I'll say is like in that collection, we use scrub. We have a body butter, a scrub, and an oil. And we had a candle. We definitely don't have any more candles. But no. thanks to everybody who purchased. Um, but I added a little bit of tea tree oil into the frolic and play blend. And it's also done just wonders for skin blemishes and, and stuff like that. Um, and so 
just wanted to share a little bit about, I know I went all the way from like my therapist, but and creativity, like having that mental clarity, getting up in the morning. And I talked about a thing that's a tiny luxury for me is to get up and have a cup of coffee and have a beautiful coffee experience. And um, I'm going to convince Devin to also, I think we need to be making a coffee enhancement thing with our spices. Something about, something with turmeric and we talked about that with our spice on. But anyway, something about that, enhancing it with some of these um, spices uh, that I think are also good for our wellness journey and good for healing. But then to infuse my home with essential oils, either through the diffuser, either through lighting a candle, before I work out, just to make my home smell great, or during meditation, um, is also something that's really been important to me. So it's funny that you talk about frolic and play. Mm -hmm. The peppermint um, really lifts the space. as well as cleansing it. And so it's mm-hmm. really nice to use, even though we're moving into the spring as a spring um, fragrance or as a spring clearing agent. Um, so it's it's really nice to hear that you're using it. Mm-hmm. So. Thank you. Um, anything more you want to share about uh, mental wellness before we talk about meditative movement? So mental wellness, I have been on the search for uh, maybe a month for a therapist for the family, um, separately for individuals as well as collectively, mm-hmm. um, because many people were not working and are working now. Fortunately and unfortunately, I've worked throughout the pandemic Mm -hmm. and I really need a break. Mm -hmm. Um, Mentally, emotionally, physically, I need a break. Mm -hmm. So I've been looking for a person just to chat with and I think officially, like officially chat with about just the future and progressing and like bringing things full circle. Mm-hmm. Um, so that process in itself, uh, I won't, will n- I will spare you the healthcare system, but our oh. insurance company does cover in our area magically like 2000 providers. Mm. Uh, That's- but- Awesome. A lot of people yeah. don't have that kind of access. That's wonderful. Absolutely. Finding the correct provider that matches your personality oh, yeah. and what you need is a, is a separate That's story also. Yeah. So uh, I would say for people that are looking, start with your insurance company, what they provide, and then move from there finding someone that matches with your personality that you gel with that you will openly be honest with Mm -hmm. and it puts you in a position of vulnerability Mm -hmm. Um, and it's scary for a lot of people that's a scary place to be heck yeah because you don't want people to know your business but 
Well, I think it's not even about knowing your business. I think that it's just something about even for yourself being exposed to the truth. Hmm. Um can be a scary place. Think of all the lies you've told yourself, <laughs> right? Um, and I know it's not just me. Think of all the things that you've had to say to power through a situation. Or sometimes things that you've done that is a trauma response. So I'll give you an example. Um, I just saw a comedian posted, Kevin on stage. You know we love a little Kevin on stage. Oh, yeah. Um, but I've seen this posted other places before, but he just posted it like this week where he said the phrase and the action, like, I'll just do it myself, is a trauma response from years of other people letting you down, Mm -hmm. right? In another time, I'll do it myself, which is the mantra of black women is, I'll do it, it. I got it, right? Um, Is really birthed out of no one else is going to save us. Who is going to swoop in and do it? I'm going to do it, right? That is a trauma response. And so that's just a small example of think about anything that has happened to you that you have a defense mechanism, right? That registers that and, and, will, and will drop in right on time to be able to support whatever it is. When you go to therapy, if you have the right therapist and you're having the right conversation or whatever, eventually that comes out. This defense mechanism that you have as a trauma response comes out. Even when you haven't experienced like trauma, like mm-hmm. like with our levels of trauma, maybe I shouldn't say it, even though you haven't experienced much trauma. I, in my first therapy appointments, she was like, tell me everything. And I was like, sorry, I don't have anything to tell you. Like, Grew up in a great home, have a tight-knit family. I have amazing parents. Sister is amazing. In fact, me and my sister are so close that we started a business together. Like, families popping. I didn't have anything happen. I wasn't. Nothing happened to me in my childhood that was traumatic, right? I wasn't raped. I wasn't molested by a family member. My dad didn't walk out on the family and abandon us. Like, none of these things have happened to me. So, and I think all my life, it's also like, Nothing has happened to me, so why are you so... What's wrong with you? Yeah, like, oh, 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 big whoop. Like, you're stressed (laughs) out, right? And it was her that was like, I believe you when you say that you believe you had a really great childhood. And I'm sure that you did. But just because you had a really great childhood doesn't mean that there are things that have happened to you or haven't happened to you that influence the way that you behave today. Mm-hmm. And we will get to the bottom of what those things were. And at first, I was just like, she just doesn't get me. Like, no, I need to talk to somebody else. But I'm, because I'm telling her I'm stressed at work. I have all of these things. This is how it shows up. I can't sleep at night. I get anxiety. And her whole thing was, I hear you. Again, I believe all of that is true. But what we need to get to is, what has happened over the course of the years, and it's not your adult years. It's, that makes you feel like yeah, you like, have to. Why, why do you feel like you have to achieve? Why do you have to show up? Like everything, like you're well accomplished. I can see, like you look like you're living a great life, but you operate in a way that is conditioned based on the things that have happened to you before. 
And I was like, I don't know what you're going to uncover because nothing has happened to me, right? <laughs> um, and so I say all of that to say, you know, I think that there are still things that you do that is a response to maybe it's trauma might be uh, a response dramatic. to a, a conditioning. Yeah. A conditioning is what I think uh, is the right word. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've had an expectation. I even think about like, let's just talk about us as business owners, right? Like we've had family businesses before that have been, have had waves of success and then have fizzled out and have dissolved. I personally have had entrepreneurial endeavors in the past um, that you've supported me with that like ultimately didn't work out, right? So how we bring even our, that kind of baggage into how we run our business today, Mm -hmm. what we believe is achievable, what we, uh, how we work, right? How we manage our finances, how we create, how we work, trying to balance like on your end, not on my end, but like husbands and kids and a whole other thing. And then I'm like a workaholic you know, in this whole other place, like how we bring all of that together is also like a business. I mean, maybe we need to find a business therapist <laughs> uh, to talk about why we make the decisions that we make and think about the roles that we play in our mm-hmm. personal lives, our birth order. I'm older than you, right? Um, I think like just over the years, I think birth, I don't know if this is true of all oldest children, but like, I've also seen those memes where it's like your your oldest kid is like, yes, mom and dad, and they're so responsible, and they do whatever and whatever, and then the younger kid, and this is true of us. You're Devin shaking her head, but this is no. true of us. Devin is like a freezer bird, and like, oh. Not saying that you don't have expectations to make our parents happy, but you don't live in the... But I don't feel like anybody lives in the expectations to make our parents happy. I do. I feel like they yeah, want that's, us to you be hear that? Free. She doesn't believe that because she doesn't <laughs> have to do it. And frolic and play. And yeah. they no, are no. excited about our excitement and about our diversity. I believe at 44 <laughs> years old that that's the truth today. But you believe that your whole life. Yeah. I... No, I had a different pressure and responsibility. I guess. I don't know. I just sent to our parents this weekend or last weekend um, where I was able to paint my room black and white. Mm-hmm. I, I really, mm-hmm. black and white were my favorite colors back in the day. And I said, hey, I, when you move to this place, get this bed set. And it was the same set I had when I was like, I don't know. 13 or 14 (laughs) and everybody got a kick out of it but it was to me it was always I had the freedom to express whatever creativity I had at the at the whim at the moment and would you say I had that same freedom I feel like the freedom was there perhaps you didn't take advantage of it do you remember what my room looked like (laughs) yes what, tell the people what my room looked like. It was frilly and lazy, and I want to say it was pink. It was lavender. lavender. By okay. Devin Taylor Lavender, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Yes, my room was lavender, 
And with lace. That's all I know. It had all kind of ruffles and <gasps> lace and um, like pillowy curtains. <laughs> and I had ladies with parasol, purple parasols and um, like <laughs> stencils of ladies, which by the way, I loved. And it was very girly and it was super beautiful. And Devin was the antithesis. Super rocker. And Devin's talking about her room was black and white. Her room was like goth, a goth palace. She had black carpet. I did. Which I was like, oh, you're allowed? I feel like Devin was allowed. I, this is, that's the best word. I feel like I was. But the absence managed. of not asking is not, not being allowed. Is you didn't ask. Devin was allowed. And I think that that. Think about our, the dynamic of our relationship. Mm-hmm. You're the creative free spirit. I am creative. I'm not saying I'm not creative. But I think I'm always the one that's like... Structure. You create structure. Whereas I <laughs> dance on the ledge. You do an entire... <laughs> <laughs> Waltz, <laughs> ledge, um, a rain dance on the ledge. Uh, anyway, we're we're way well, we're not way off, but um, just bringing it back to therapy and mental wellness. Um, are there products that we have? I already know the answer, but why don't you share? So that I'll say products that we have that you use that are incorporated to your everyday routine. So daily. Uh, I use RT. Mm-hmm. Recline is my favorite. Oh, now recline. Now, well, it's getting presents warm. used to be your fave. Presents, I still like it, but recline is, is here right now because it's getting warmer, and so mm-hmm. recline is it's for a lighter, all, mm-hmm. uh, like an all-day drinker for me. I yep. can have. Um, then diffusing oil. I like to diffuse our oil. I like to blend oils that we don't don't have yet. Oils that we don't have yet to sell because we need to because they smell amazing. Uh, But I I like diffusing oil because it also creates a... It provides a creative outlet for me to blend a new oil Mm -hmm. and for me to experience it. And so that normally happens. I've created a nighttime routine with my tea with my oil and diffusing and i'm trying so hard to have this yoga incorporated with it so let's talk about yoga that's really great why why do we it's hard it's so i think and actually back to my trainer i thought this was just like a me thing but um i was in a hurry it's been a very busy week for me and i was in a hurry i needed to hop off of um, our planned training session to join a work call. And so she modified the routine instead of our normal hour. It was like a 50 minute workout, which was, Oh, that's still an hour. But one of the things was she was like, okay, sorry, if we're going to do this, I have to cut out your warm up." And I was like, okay, I don't care. <laughs> that's the best um, and we had a little conversation about like being bad at like, the discipline of warming up, but also the discipline, she didn't say this, I'm just adding this, the discipline of like 
cooling down and recovery movement. And um, my trainer is younger than us. <laughs> I think she's about to turn 30. So she's ah! young. Yeah, she's a baby. And, um, but as a 44-year-old woman, I don't have, I've learned my body is like, whoa, you gotta, it's much, it's gonna be better for you if, <laughs> if you, you ease me into this, yeah. right? Like, I, as I'm talking right now, I'm incredibly sore. I talked about, like, I worked out with her and Nicole, my friend um, who referred me to her yesterday, and I was already sore from that workout. This morning, I ran and hit my new <laughs> local PR, and I'm sore, right? So uh, one of the things around restorative movement and recovery and stuff like that is like having a rest day, of course, or take, taking time to rest. But even if you feel like you have to have active recovery or something to do, yoga or mobility, that's what I've learned too as I've gained weight is I don't have the same range of motion. Mm-hmm. And you probably remember this, but... Like a few years ago, in like 2016, when I was again going through all that stuff, um, I was going to core power yoga and I was going every day and I was like incredibly flexible. In fact, that, ye- that year in 20, the next year, 2017, I kicked off my New Year's Day at mm. a sunrise yoga, yoga. Yeah. session. It was like 6 a.m. on New Year's Day. I went to core power yoga and did like a hot yoga, which sounds crazy to me. No, I don't recall. I wouldn't dream of doing that right now. But what what it did for me to go to those yoga sessions, even to do yoga now through like a Peloton app or Apple, shout out to Apple Fitness Plus, um, starting my morning or even ending my night probably even better as part of my wind down routine of lighting a candle or diffusing some essential oils and doing yoga and a meditative slower yoga one it helps me with stretching it helps me with recovery it helps me with um, my range of motion so like when i do work out with my trainer i can squat deeper i can you know, bend more, like all of these things, right? Um, but mentally, um, taking the breaths, most yoga practices worth their salt will have you set some sort of intention for the practice, but I usually can carry that intention throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it's it's a discipline, just like therapy, that like, ain't nobody got time for that. I would rather just pour a glass of wine and watch, you know, um, Sex in the City, you know what I mean? Um, or Bridgerton, because we're in the new Bridgerton, season. Yeah. Ah, we're in the new season of Bridgerton. Like, do something like that, right? But That's discipline is indulgent. the right word. It is a discipline. Yeah, it's the right word. So can you just talk a little bit about, as we kind of wrap up here on wellness and rejuvenation, um, just some of your discovery around, like, that's not just a feel-good mechanism, but, like, it's medically-backed advice. Absolutely. Uh, so I've, I've had to see a orthopedic doctor because 
I thought my arm was falling off or my <laughs> shoulder was falling off. It's not. Uh, but really, it is because I don't stretch. I habitually will avoid the first few minutes of in, of rowing, of, of bar, of any class that I'm taking because I don't want to do the warm-up. I just want to do the class and get on out. Um, but that practice has put me in a place where my muscle fibers are shorter and my mobility is limited. And so my focus is strength and mobility and mobility being the major key in that so after every weight session there is a stretching session and then at the end of the night before bed part of that routine is doing a little bit of stretching it doesn't have to be a full yoga but it is stretching of every muscle on my body. Sometimes it is just laying across the bed with my head hanging off and lifting my head up and down. <laughs> is that really Hey, the orthopedic man said <laughs> that okay. is a stretch. Okay. Um, and so what I've learned at almost 42 years old is Dr. Perry told me less is more. And when I think that I'm going to bump up in weight, think half of that weight mm-hmm. and then bump up only the half that I was thinking. In I the need first him place. to talk to my trainer. <laughs> I need him to talk to my trainer. <laughs> my trainer is like more is more. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in taking all these small things and it is consistency over time which builds the mental muscle and builds the physical muscle that helps you make progress every day. Mm-hmm. And so I've learned in these last three years of really being conscious of my well-being is small actions daily create big outcomes. Mm. That could be a whole new episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, I think back to part of therapy, mental therapy, We've also just been getting a lot of advice about the power of meditative movement. And so, even though I don't know about raising your head and lowering it back down. Movement with purpose. Why does that have to be meditative? (laughs) Movement with purpose. Well, I've heard it called meditative movement. When I hear meditative, I hear mindful. (sighs) Mindful movement? (laughs) Okay, mindful. Gosh. Clearly, we are not medical professionals. (laughs) But mindful movement is also good for your mental well-being. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, so just to wrap up, just a couple of things. Um, number one, Devin mentioned, um, like you're, how you're drinking our teas. Um, for Lent, I gave up. Don't roll your eyes. I did You I literally did too. I gave up too. I gave up. We gave up. I didn't know that was a we thing. Yes. I did fried chicken with the one and this one with you. Who's the one? (laughs) Freeman. (laughs) You and Freeman gave up fried chicken? Yes. (laughs) It's a whole thing. Stop laughing. Well, the Taylors made the ultimate sacrifice of fried chicken. 
I I didn't know it was a we, but apparently we gave up alcohol for Lent. And uh, I will say that it has helped me a great deal reach the other goals that I need to. I just realized like when you're in the haze of a little wine or (laughs) cocktail, um, more often than not, or that kind of thing, like it it does separate you from achieving certain goals. And so uh, it's been good to have this clarity during Lenten season. And then not just about we learned this, we do go to the, we do watch the same church virtually. Um, Our family church pastor um, talked about a couple of weeks ago about for Lent, it's not just about what you give up, but what are you taking to pour into Mm -hmm. yourself? So when you're um, abstaining from something or depriving yourself, what are you doing to increase or pour into yourself? And I would say for sure, without a doubt, um, it's been like some of these more healthier practices that will take us through spring, but also uh, and beyond. So really uh, proud of that. And then lastly, I think I said lastly like eight times now, but we'll, I think this is going to be another episode at this juncture. Um, but we've been building in this season of growth and renewal. And we have a line of jewelry that Devin has made from the very beginning. Um, and we have a new, uh, we have new pieces, but also a new found take. It has a home. Yeah. We have a newfound take on um, on what that is and why. I think it's always been there, but I think uh, just through some conversation today, we've discovered that. And so family is incredibly important to us and how we work with our family and legacy is really important. So more to come on some of our new um luxury baubles that we're calling something else. <laughs> no, I was to say, just tell the people. We will talk about it in another episode. Uh, For now, we've talked enough. Thanks for tuning in. Um, To learn more about By Devin Taylor, check out our website, by, B-Y-D-E-A-V-E-N-T-A-Y-L-O-R.com. You can learn more about us. You can listen to other podcast episodes. You can also listen to podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, and hear previous episodes. You can shop on by Devin Taylor, support your girls in a small black owned business, woman owned business, um, with all of our tiny luxuries. Um, we also are on Instagram Instagram. (laughs) at by Devin Taylor, Facebook by Devin Taylor, Twitter. You're not going to find anything on Twitter. (laughs) We are by Devin Taylor on Twitter, but there's nothing there. And all the places. We're yes. By Devin Taylor. Also, I'm at Janita Morris and Devin's Devin Taylor. Or Devin T. Yes, Devin, Devin T. T. Um, thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.